Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Speaking of outdoors, there you have it. Riders on the storm. I don't know about you. I I, I watch the sky these days for for weather balloons, whether they're American or <laughs> Chinese or whatever they happen to be. <laughs> Keeping an eye out for it. But you know, we had some storms this past week uh, in February. How about that? That was a little unusual. Our guest uh, joining us right now is Kevin Deitch. He's a warning coordination meteorologist with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and we're going to talk a little bit more about becoming a storm spotter. Kevin, I'm guessing you had your hands full this week, right? We sure have. We're just getting all sorts of weather around here, but that's the Midwest. Boy, that's the truth. Uh, yeah, I. You know, I, for many years I worked in television news. I worked with, I worked with a couple of meteorologists over the years from the University of Oklahoma, and mm-hmm. those guys were just a little crazy because they, many of them were on some of those storm spotting teams, like they they have in the movies, and you, you see them yeah. driving into the storm. Have you ever done any of that? <laughs> I have, but it's been kind of on my own time, not not through not through the weather service. <laughs> that's great. I mean, that's that, I guess that's what when I hear storm spotter, that's kind of what I think of. But that's not really what it is these days, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of people think that, and that so that you're referring to is actually storm chasing. And so the difference is, you know, you're getting in a car, <laughs> you're going to chase the storm, find the tornado, you're on the road, you know, and that's and, and honestly, it's very dangerous, especially if you're untrained. Um, so our classes are, are storm spotting. And so we're just asking folks, you know, from the comforts of their own home, their work, their school, wherever they might be, you know, poking their eye out, telling us what they see, and then making sure they get to safety if the storm's heading their way. And when your students, uh, uh, Kevin, when they when they go through your class, is there like a central location or an app where they upload the information that they've found uh, or a phone number that they call. How how do you guys uh, like collect all that data to get it out there to the uh, the weather meteorologists? Yeah, there's there's multiple ways. Um, so so we do the old fashioned phone calls, uh, which work great, especially when you if we're talking about tornadoes. You know, because we want to turn that information around as quick as possible. So uh, we always tell our folks, you know, please please call us if it's a tornado on the ground and it's doing damage, because we want to make sure we get that immediately. 
Uh, but there are other ways as well. Um, so social media, we are on Facebook and Twitter. So a lot of our spotters uh, will post pictures or videos there. Um, and then we also have an online kind of spotter report form that folks can go to uh, and enter the information there as well. So multiple ways and, you know, depending on the person, uh, you know, they might prefer one over the other. Yeah. Um, and I should mention again, of course, you're with the National Weather Service and coming up uh, next weekend, the, the 23rd, February 23rd, uh, at the Gateway Convention Center in Collinsville, you're going to be having one of these storm spotter classes. What's it take to get signed up? Who can go? Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. So so all of our classes are, are totally free and open to the public. Um, so definitely want to make, make sure that's clear. And as far as the age group goes, you know, I get a lot of questions, you know, can kids come? And, and absolutely. Um, I'd say that the, that the topics are generally geared to probably fifth grade and older. Um, so some of the younger kids, you know, might be a little over their heads. Um, but kids are interested in weather, too. So and I was one of them. So absolutely bring your kids along, especially if they're, you know, a little bit older. Um, but, yeah, so the class, uh, like you said, will be at the Gateway Center there uh, on the 23rd. Um, and no registration is required. You actually just show up. Uh, we have a big enough room that I think we'll be able to hold everyone. Uh, and it's a two-hour class, which I know sounds long, especially in today's world. Um, but we break it up nicely. we got a nice break in the middle. We have a lot of videos. We have a lot of interaction with the crowd. You know, we do some quizzes throughout, uh, you know, kind of get, get the crowd thinking a little bit. So we've had really great feedback, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to anyone who wants to come out. Well, what do they say? Uh, if you see something, say something. And if you know what you're looking at, I mean, because we all look at the cloud and we're like, ooh, what is that shelf cloud going to do or whatever? And if you don't know, you don't know. But if you listen to any radio or TV uh, uh, news programs, they are always hammering the weather because everybody is interested in, the, in as they plan their day and get their kids off to school and stuff like that. So it's important. Um, and, and I think this is, you know, having a trained eye to understand what those clouds are doing uh, is, is really important. So, you know, maybe it's a family field trip. What's uh, What day is uh, February 23rd? Is that a, a weekday or a weekend? I, I don't even have a calendar in front so of me. So February 23rd is a week from today, actually. So it would be a Thursday. Okay, so it would be um, – uh, well, and do you get, like, school field trips to come to this? Or I guess uh, is that more of a family thing or just people that have the time? Yeah, it's people that have the time. So the, the time is 6.30. So it's 6.30 to 8.30 in the evening. And we do that on purpose. You know, hopefully folks are off work, kids are off school, oh, okay. so they have time. Uh, they have time to make it to these classes. But yeah, you kind of hit on, you know, my passion for the job, and that is weather affects everyone. Um, and I think everyone at least has some interest in it because it affects you, right? So um, that's what I love about the, the teaching these courses. And, and we, we get in there and we have people, um, you know, there are some people that are scared of weather um, that come and they just want to learn more about it. And that's what we do. We teach them about, you know, what makes a thunderstorm, what the different clouds mean, what to look for in the clouds, you know, kind of as a precursor to tornadoes, all that good stuff. And like I said, people really seem to enjoy it and nerd out with us at a weather <laughs> throw, throw out all kinds of big words like cumulonimbus and, and all that good stuff that we remember. Exactly. Yeah, you know, speaking of, speaking of a fear of the weather, now that I think about it, my, my mother, for my entire life that I can remember – insisted on having a weather radio at home like we i grew up in southern ohio and uh, we did have a tornado come over our house one time when i was when i was young but she always wanted a weather radio and you know working making sure it was set to go off if the alarm was set uh maybe that's more common than than i thought (laughs) 
Yeah, and I actually grew up in Southern Ohio myself. I'm a Cincinnatian. But, oh, me uh, too. Yeah, right, uh, Middletown, Ohio, very close to there. Great, yeah. great. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I think it depends on the person. You know, some folks they've lived through a tornado or they lived through really bad weather, and so you know, you live through something traumatic like that, you're going to make darn sure that that you have a way to to get the warning and that you get information because you don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Um, and others, I think, just have an interest. You know, they they want to be up to date on the latest and greatest, and so. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of ways to receive warnings now, whether it's a weather radio, whether it's, you know, apps on your cell phone, whether it's radio or TV stations. Um, and that's really the important thing is to making sure you don't rely on just one way. Um, and I think people are so reliant on cell phones these days, which are great. You know, they do a lot. But in these larger tornadoes, you can lose cell towers. You can lose cell service. Um, and so that shouldn't be the only way that you have to get information. That's a good point. And those tornadoes can happen any time of the year. Of course, I'm thinking of the uh, Amazon facility on the east side, uh, that horrible, deadly uh, tornado that ripped through there. Uh, Mayfield, Kentucky, uh, at, at Christmas time or just before Christmas time, yeah, uh, a little over a year ago, yeah. it destroyed an entire town. So really, uh, you know, the biggest the biggest difficulty, Kevin, I would think, would be seeing or spotting storms at night. Do you yeah. can you only rely on the on the radar or the Chinese weather balloon? Yeah, at night, it's 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 not good, right? You're relying on just solely lightning. Um, we actually have a really good video that we show in our class of the Jefferson City tornado, which, if you recall, that went through around midnight uh, there in Jefferson City back in 2019. And the only way that this person was able to see the tornado was the perfect lightning strike right behind it. Wow. Um, and so it's just it's too dangerous to even try to look at night. We always tell our spotters, you know, get to your safe place. You know, get to your basement, get to your interior room, and don't even try to see it because most likely you're not going to be able to. Yeah, true. Kevin Deitch, our guest, a warning coordination meteorologist with uh, the National Weather Service. And uh, so let me ask this, Kevin. Do you have a, a recommendation when it comes to a weather app? I have a good friend who's a meteorologist here in town. I won't mention her name on the radio, uh, but she once referred to those as crap apps. Uh, I don't know why, but she she's not a bit. She wasn't a big fan of just somebody pulling up radar and trying to read it themselves. I I don't know. Right, right. Uh, unfortunately, us at the Weather Service, we don't have an app. So a lot of third parties will kind of take our information and then make it, you know, repackage it into an app. Um, so I can't really tout an app that we have. What I will say is our, our local TV media partners, you know, the TV meteorologists are outstanding at what they do. Um, and they, a lot of them will kind of use, use our information to make their own forecasts. So that's a localized forecast that they have on theirs, on, on their apps there. So Recommend those. Uh, recommend anything local. You know, you think national apps, you know, they're looking at the whole country. So you're not going to get the detail necessarily that you would from local meteorologists, you know, that are kind of in the area looking at the weather a lot more closely here. Oh, yeah. and the technology has changed so much, you guys, because, I mean, like, they can they can show the little – I love the map with the little arrows that show the wind direction, and there's, like, 50 different arrows in the one screenshot that they do on TV. It's it's pretty impressive what you guys do. Have you been, in your word, a weather nerd for a long time of your life? <laughs> I have. I've been a weather nerd ever since I can remember. Uh, I grew up, <laughs> you know, with my, with my mom and dad looking at storms as they rolled in, sitting on the porch watching them. And honestly, ever since I was probably in third or fourth grade, I knew I wanted to be a meteorologist. I know there are nice. people still, you know, late in life that don't know necessarily what they wanted to. Uh, and I was really blessed uh, to know what I wanted to do at a very young age and been, been awesome to be able to chase my passion. Fantastic. Literally. Uh, yeah, no kidding. All, all over the world, wherever it takes you, that that's great. So uh, back to the... Um, the event on the 23rd, if people can't make that for some reason, 
There are others that are offered coming up in, in I see, Ferguson, Farmington, Warrington, Lambert in, in the future. Where can people go to kind of get that information? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So, so head to our website. It's just weather.gov slash St. Louis. Uh, or you can just go to weather.gov and kind of click in the St. Louis area, and it'll take you to our homepage. And then right there at the top, we have a link of all the classes. So, yeah, as you mentioned, there's, there's several still left. We're about halfway through our schedule. We're doing about 30 talks this year, which is the most we've ever done. Um, so we're about halfway through, so there's still plenty left to go all across the area. Uh, Kevin, you know, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask, you know, uh, a lot of meteorologists put out their winter weather, you know, forecast months out. Uh, is there any way that are you guys uh, collecting data to tell us, is this going to be a rough spring season as we transition into warmer temperatures? Uh, any way to predict that like months out? Spring severe season is tough. Um, what I can say is it does look warmer than normal, or at least chances are favoring warmer than normal temperatures and chances are favoring above normal precipitation. Um, so kind of reading into that, it does seem like it's going to be an active spring, at least with systems moving through. Now to get okay. tornadoes and to get hail and to get severe weather, there's a lot of things that have to happen kind of on a more localized scale and time scale. Yeah. Um, so kind of tough to predict those specifics, um, but it does look like we're going to see rain and, and several systems moving through this spring. So you told me you grew up in, in Ohio, uh, and of course, I, how long have you been in St. Louis? I've been in St. Louis since 2016, so about okay. seven years. So have, have you determined, it strikes me having lived in other parts of the country, that weather forecasting here is a little bit more difficult because of the 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 river the the confluence of the rivers and the and the amount of moisture and oftentimes it seems like storms will be heading this way and look bad and then they just part when they get to St. Louis. It's the arch. Yeah, I mean it, it's challenging really anywhere in the Midwest, <laughs> right? We're kind of the battleground of the cold air from the north and the the warm moist air from the south and the Gulf of Mexico. So Really, anywhere in the Midwest kind of deals with this, you know, 80 degrees one day and 20 degrees the next day. Um, yeah, so just like so really week. anywhere from Cincinnati to St. Louis is, is certainly a challenge. Yeah, good good stuff. Um, go Bengals. I mean, were you a Bengals fan? Oh, big oh, Bengals God, fan. Right, I'm yeah. still recovering. I was actually at the Chiefs game. I'm still recovering. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> oh, no. Kevin Deitch, uh, warning uh, coordination meteorologist for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Hey, great stuff this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You bet. Uh, good to get you on here, Kevin. We'll have you on again soon, and maybe we can talk about the uh, winter forecast next winter. How about that? When we Sounds and the Bengals next season. And the Bengals next season. <laughs> Look forward to it. Looking cloudy. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good yep. stuff. Yeah. Glad glad to get him on here. I don't know. Do you, Bo? Do you do you sit out in the hot tub when the storm's coming and try to guess at <sighs> what's happening next? You know. I woke up early this week uh, to lightning and thunder, and I won't get in it when it's doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it went it went away within a few minutes, so it didn't delay my dip. <laughs> that, that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. As long Thanks as, for long as we're not delaying your dip in the thought tub, that's a good thing. That's great. Hey, um, well, yeah, well, well, it's true. Uh, oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Hey, great uh, great to have you along for the ride this weekend. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you next time around on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.